And there we are. Good morning, Goddess. Good morning, Goddess. Already, here we go. Here we go. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> That's only for people who have a job, Tracy. That celebrating Friday thing. No, no, no. That's why this is free your mind Friday. We free in our minds on Fridays. I like to see Fridays just that free day. Right? Even if that you don't got a job. Even if you don't got a job. Okay, I'm in. Some I'm of in. us still some of us still stuck. You know, we okay. might have got rid of the job, but we stuck in other places. So it's just okay. a reminder to free yourself Friday. So if it's free her Friday, if it's freedom Friday, if for us right now today is free your mind Friday. Excellent. <laughs> You're like free, free. Give us free. Give us free. <laughs> I want free every day. Freedom every day. Free and power to the people. Power to the people. All right. <laughs> But really, when uh, when I thought about doing this, that that's exactly what I thought. You know, we are, and we talk about this a lot. But with everything that's going on in the world, we're conditioned to think the way the world thinks, rather than freeing our minds and thinking for ourselves, right? So let's see where we are today. Do your message. Do your message. Do I your feel like message, I your girl. Message. Do your message. Do your message. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. The message of the week of the day. Hey, Joyce. Hey, Auntie. How are you today? Yes. All right. Okay. So I am reading. Here we are. From the Slay Bible, of course. Slay Bible, yes, Slay Bible. Slay Bible, and we are, um, we're on 24, 25, somewhere in there, somewhere in there. Okay, the vast majority of people believe in a higher power that resides outside of themselves. It knows best. It penalizes them for being disobedient. It imposes conformity. It utilizes a systematic framework to guide them in a specific direction. Our intrinsic desire for connectivity then leads us to buy in to such ways of thinking because it makes us feel as though we belong. And due to how and what we've been taught to believe societally, it normalizes us. It makes us comfortable because it's what everyone else is doing. So it must be the right thing for us, right? Nah, the ends don't justify the means, boo-boo. The ends don't justify the means. It's not enough to rationalize continuing to practice in a certain way, believe or act in a certain way. In order to fully embrace self-love and incorporate it into your life 
as your foundational truth, you first have to free your mind from such thinking and allow yourself to think about things that are outside of the norm box. Let your guard down and be open to all of the things that may challenge your current belief systems. And I'm not saying that will be easy. Discomfort will surely arise at some point, but the path through it is the only way to answer any of the aforementioned questions. Now, if you want to know what those aforementioned questions are, you got to go get the Slay Bible. But today we want, we want to talk about being and thinking outside of the box. Get out the box, y'all. Get out the box. You're like, get out. You're like, move. Okay, I'm channeling somebody else completely now. You what I just got into my head. Ludacris, is that who you're challenging? I mean, who you channeling? Okay. Move. Move. No, that's a good one. Nope, not that one. Not that one, not that one, not that one. It was just... But sometimes you just have to almost like propel yourself to do these kind of things because I think we get sort of stuck mm -hmm. in these spaces and then you almost need that push, not even a nudge, just like a a good push to just get out of that space. And and this is where good self-talk or somebody else can help you, you know, get out of that. But but I love the idea of just freeing our mind first. Free your mind and then to really think about maybe our bodies, our heart, and the rest will really take place. But the conversation and everything else start there. It does. It does. Free your mind and the rest will follow. For the invo class. That's the anthem. That's the mantra. <laughs> That's the anthem. That so you're saying that freeing your mind is a way to self-love? Oh, absolutely. How can you love yourself if your mind is not free to do so if mm. your mind is not clear of all of the other bs mm. self-imposed or whether it's imposed by others how then how do you get to self-love self-love is your way is is a way to truth it's a journey free in your mind is part of that journey like step one i know uh what, what about you mountain spirit Hmm. I was thinking Shakespeare, <laughs> you know, um, to be or not to be like what he's pondering there. It, it sounds like he was trying to free his mind, right? Um, whether to take arms against the sea of troubles or by opposing end them. I mean, th these are all um, thought forms that keep our mind in prison. So as, as you guys were speaking, I was thinking, okay, they Maybe there's a pattern there because I like to look for patterns. Like Tracy likes to look for words and acronyms. I like to look for patterns of um, what imprisons our mind, like what impedes the freedom of our minds. Um, and the first um, realization is uh, when we have soul loss, and every time we tell a lie, we have to leave a piece of our soul there to watch that lie lest somebody finds out. And it, I'm, I'm saying it and I'm using very harsh words because I'm used to teaching on the fly, but <laughs> I'm gonna break it down. Um, our mind gets, has to be split. We, we have to distract uh, an important enough, a conscious enough piece of our minds 
to leave in charge of whatever lie, whatever fallacy, or whatever untruth we put out. When we take something out and this, we know it's not true and we put it out there, we have to leave a piece of us to, to watch it. And it's not something we have to do consciously. Con artists do it consciously. They're good at it. But most people do it unconsciously. It's like I told you, you know, I don't, I don't have a black umbrella. Now, every time you come to my house, I got to hide all my black umbrellas. Now, you know, I have to put mindfulness around that. And I think that's where our mindfulness gets used up. Uh, that's one of the places where um, we imprison our mind. So um, living, I don't know who said it, but living our truth, um, always pulling into, you know, from having the heart match what the mouth says and what the thoughts, you know, um, saying what you do and doing what you say, um, all of those sayings have bearings on freeing your mind. Because if your mind is unencumbered by keeping all of these untruths in place, it's free. And it's free to be with you um, and to give you a constant reality check of what's going on uh, around you. So that's where my mind went. Apologies. No apologies. No apologies. I think that's a great, um, a great way. I was actually, I always take notes. And so I was actually writing that, and it's a belief of mine, is that freeing your mind actually aligns you with your truth. And that should be our ultimate goal is to walk in truth and love for me yeah. that's my ultimate goal i will say wait jesus christ said it. it it's like we're not making this up we're not the first ones every prophet everybody what you come here for what you come here for what you come here for right love is what we came here for we came here to live our truth our truth is we are little bits and pieces of god's light we're pure love we're all it's, it, it all boils down to why we came here and why have all of this love why be this hardwired fully equipped for loving organism and not dedicate ourselves to finding out what that is and and what that looks like yeah it is the ultimate alignment that that is that's the only reason we're here i think i'm with you tracy <laughs> that's yeah, right I love baby. Baby. come yeah. on this self-love journey that's that's the yeah. truth it's the truth and I think that, I'm sorry, Valdi and Marie. I think everybody excited about talking about this right now. Go ahead. I, I love that it's biblical, and I love that. Um, I I think. Uh, oh, I forgot the scripture about if you say something, and the, the the truth will set you free. That's literally scripture. The truth will set you free, and and being truthful to who we are is a way of loving ourselves. Why? Do I have the bandwidth to remember the lies that I've told? Why would I put that out there? And I love Mountain Spirit where you said you were using our mindfulness to remember lies. So let's not put that out there. Let's be truthful about that. Uh, your your Aunt Joyce, uh, uh, Tracy said, I've always said mind control. I've always said it's mind control from a young age. It's mind control when we're young. And I think it continues. Um and she says, black child wakes up every day and sees a white man in a picture and their adults are worshiping him. Oh, and I'm assuming that's the um, that's the reference to I'm, I'm assuming God. But yeah, but just kind of that we just need to be truthful to ourselves. And that brings light. We bring we breathe life into uh, life when we're able to be truthful. And it's, it, you know, truthful sets you free. It will, but it also scares people. Some people uh -huh. will learn the truth. Some people will learn 
that something is true, but they've been believing something a certain way for so long that they refuse to kind of step into that. Mountain Spirit, were you going to say something? Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. We forgot about Marie. Sorry, Marie. You got to jump in. You know this. No, no, no. There's no jumping. I'm processing my thoughts. (laughs) This is what I'm like. "Mm, Let's process it more than than saying. Uh, Because I think we've said some great things. And it's interesting to see who we're channeling. Because, again, sometimes knowing the source of our thoughts, the source of those beliefs that we have, I don't think we spend enough time knowing where does that come from. Sometimes we just do and we repeat things and we reference things, but it's good to still have some critical thinking behind why do I believe this? Even as grown women and grown adults to be like, why is that the sole source of the way I think? But also asking why do I think this way? But also knowing what do you think, right? This is how you were raised to believe certain things. And so for me, there are certain people that I choose in terms of what they say. I'm like, oh, I get it. They make it make sense. And so as Mountain Spirit was speaking, I was just like, oh, who said it? Where I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Um, because to me, it's it's in the text. So a lot of time, like for me, I go a lot to old, old, right? You know, as we were speaking, I'm like, even when I'm thinking in I woman, right? With going back to ancestors. And I'm even thinking in terms of us, like we, we recently talk about um, legacies, like there are people who've been asking who we are for a very long time, where it's like they're not seen. So I, when um, Mountain Spirit mentioned Shakespeare, and I'm like, hmm, who's a counterpart who's not seen as a philosopher or playwright that I can tap into? <laughs> because sometimes it's, I love who we channel, like who comes to us when we're talking about certain topics. And so for me, I was like thinking like Bell Hooks, for example, or when it comes to music like Lenny Kravitz or Bob Marley and India Ari and all the people who truly at their core, they're always talking about love. They talk about everything in terms of humanity, but it comes back to love. And I think we are uncomfortable with that topic because we love when they do other things, when it's about other stuff or when it's about the romance of it all, but not really when it comes to like self-love and the hard conversation around just living in our truth. And so I have to tap into some people who do it well and kind of call us to task in terms of really, is that what we're doing? Or are we doing the surface love, the easy stuff? I don't I don't like the surface stuff. It's mm. left me feeling unloved, unwanted, and lied to. And it's best that we are truthful with ourselves and to ourselves. Um, and I, you gave some great, great examples. Love me some Lenny Kravitz. Lord has mercy. Love me some Lenny. But anyway, but no, seriously, it's it's the being true and finding out, you know, our core beliefs. I feel like we can definitely find that path to self-love if we literally don't put ourselves in a box of of these are this is how we should believe and this is how we should behave my thing is i love that we are able to tap into our ancestors or tap into our to people that have that poured their love into us and we and i feel like i'm a direct reflection of my mom i'm a direct reflection of my dad my dad is the one who loved music my mom loved music too but and my mom loved photography so i 
finding out that I'm I'm a direct reflection of them and I'm true to that. And freeing my mind has definitely helped me tap into into self-love. And I like that. And I feel like it's the best way to express, you know, feeling how you feel. So I I'll I'll leave it, I'll leave it there. <laughs> All right. So um, what I was thinking as you were speaking, Val, is um, freeing your mind. It, it happens, too, on, on different levels, right? So at one point, it was, um, for me, freeing my mind about the need to control everything, right? And just to surrender. And Mount Spirit, you and I had a conversation yesterday about just surrendering. It's like sometimes when you learn to just surrender so many other things happen and open up and you don't even realize that, oh my gosh, I was keeping myself in this narrow little box that whole time because I had this need to control. So I do believe that there are levels to it. And even with things like um, school, like all of these places, and and I know some people are not going to be happy with me, but um, church, religions, um, um our institutions, our learning institutions, they are all, they all get you to think inside of a box. They'll use the term outside of the box, but really is that something that we're doing or that we're really taught to do? And so I want people to seek, like, I want people to seek God for themselves. I want people to seek love for themselves. I want people to seek their own truth, not necessarily to step outside of your religion or outside of what you've been taught uh, institutionally, but to, well, yeah, kind of to do that, but to, to bring it along because you have to find your own thing. Have you ever been around somebody and it's like, you know, they they know every little thing. They can tell you every all the book stuff, all the book stuff, all the book stuff. But there's something about the experiences that you have that are not, they're not necessarily in the book, but they're innate to who you are. They're innate to who you are. As a nurse, I saw that time and time again. It's like, you know, okay, you can tell me the book knowledge. Okay, I know the book knowledge too. But there is something different about it. So like when they say there's an art and a science to nursing, the science is all the book stuff, but there's still an art to it. But I've come to believe now that there's an art and a science to everything. There's an art and a science to what we're doing right here, right now. There's an art and a science to it. So we have to kind of pull them together. Like what's the piece of this that makes this truly my own? Well, I think there's an art and science to falling in love. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely there is. <laughs> I'm I'm and I've had I've broken hearts and I've been told that I've broken hearts and I've definitely have had mine broken. I I can read about love and and know about it in the construct of of God, but then honestly to experience you know, that romantic love, I've gone through that. And what I've had to do is just surrender to, I'm, and I'm open to uh, finding or that person finding me. And I was putting myself in the box of, well, nope, I'm just going to stay here and it, it'll just be me and Jesus. 
And Jesus kind of tapped me on the shoulder and was like, you know, I created you to be with other folks. So I just need you to um, open your mind to that. Cause you know, it's just cool. We'll see each other when you die, but I just need you to, uh, you know, open your mind to some love, you know, love people. Well, I love my sisters. That's beautiful. I'm so glad you love sisters. <laughs> open it up, open it up, please. So that's, that's kind of my journey. I'm, I, uh, my baptism birthday is coming up and guess what day it's on, uh, Tracy? What day? It's Monday. Monday. It's Monday. Valentine's. I didn't even know, but it's Monday. <laughs> Monday is Valentine's Day. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Nice private joke between me and God. So I'm just kind of like, yeah, that's 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 hilarious. Okay. Go ahead, Spirit. Going back to the untruths, right? Um, there's two real big ones that we, even us sitting here, that we have to. We tell ourselves and we have to be careful not to fall into it, right? So so when you when you're trying to grab onto the truth, you um or to get a reality check, you have to first find the things that are absolutely true. You find the things that are well anchored and you hold on to that, and then you bring on the other truths that are unshaken by that. The first truth is you are born, right? When you realize that you're here, when you have consciousness, you are definitely here. Another, I'm going to quote another white guy, right? <laughs> I think, therefore, I am, right? The whole Renee Descartes thing. I'm sorry, Marie. So that's the first affirmation, confirmation, the first absolute truth that you are here, that you were born, that you are alive. So all of these sub subsequent truths come out of that. And then the second one that's constant and stable and as unchanging as the first one is we're going to die. And that's the one that everyone is lying to themselves about. Everything that humans are living, very few humans are living consciously with that awareness that I'm going to die. So I have to be my absolute best here. I have this window of time. I'm going to, you know, give it my all, that whole living on purpose thing. Right. So I feel these two preliminary lies give space and rise in the perfect environment to mount all the other lies that we live by. So I think, you know, just as for myself anyways, a slight reshifting, and some people may think I'm macabre, but it, it has the opposite effect. Number one, I'm completely conscious that I am here. I was born, I'm definitely here. At least I'm dealing with that assumption. And number two is I'm not gonna be here forever. I am going to die. I'm very conscious of my age, what the expectancy is, you know, using worldly knowledge to be able to guesstimate more or less how long are you going to be here? Not that that's guaranteed, but I feel that getting rid of those two lies or bring it into consciousness, the fact that, yes, we are here. And number two, we are going to die. That brings life. It's like two bookends. It brings life and it centers it and it stands you up to live on purpose without hinging all of these other lies. Yes, it pulls the truth into perspective, right? It's, oh my gosh, I love very that. Much so, very, very much so, very much so. I love that. I love that. Other thoughts, guys? Marinating on that. Just marinating. <laughs> Everybody marinating. marinating. Mm. But I do agree what you said earlier, Tracy, in terms of we must define and we defined all of our, our words, but also discover, we discover what does it mean to you. And again, I think there's a lot of resistance. We think we're doing that. 
but there's a tendency to go back to what we know, to what we've been programmed to do, because that's the safety zone. That's also the part of pleasing the authorities who have programmed us to do what we're doing, because they're always ever present, even if they're not here. So we think we're moving away. We think we're being free, but we are trained so well and programmed so well that sometimes we are even more robotic than the AI and the robots in the world. We are programmed as humans. Like sometimes we really think we're free. Oh, I'm so independent. And then you do certain things and you realize you're exactly the way they intended for you to be, whether it's your parents, whether it's the institutions, whether it's the things, because you started as a little kid, there are certain things you're doing up until now is because somebody literally implanted and embedded those values into you. So if at some point you don't sit and critically say, is this what I want? Is this what I believe? Is this how I see love? Is this how I'm going to continue doing it? Even though it hasn't worked. It's somebody else's idea because we continue doing it because that's all you may know. So I think even taking that step and looking at it and saying, is this me? And I think sometimes we're afraid to do it because what else is going to happen? And also the idea that what are they going to think is still here. Even as a grown woman, as a grown man, you're still looking for validation from other people for what you should do, for what you should be, and for who you should become. Because there are certain things we're chasing. It's not even about us anymore. It's about who do they want us to be. And we're still holding on to that. And I think that's a form of, you know, we, we trapped. It's a form of entrapment because we're not free. We say the words, but truly it's not, it's not fully that yet. Um, I, I would like to take some of that part, like apart a just a little bit. So I, I think that though, because we're having this conversation, we're putting people on the journey to having a better understanding and actually thinking about what freedom truly means to themselves. So if we, when we, when we say it in the manner of, well, this is where we are right now, you know, I'm like, okay, but that, that isn't where you have to stay right now. So I just want us to kind of look at it. And, and I, I said when, in, um, when I read from the book, there are going to be challenges. This is not an easy task by any means. You know, it's going to take you some time to get to where you want to be, but give yourself some credit for where you are. Give yourself credit for just listening and, and sticking to, you know, what it is that you are reading and giving to yourself. Find your mentors, you know, figure out who those people are and, um, and just continue walking the path until you find what your truth is. Sorry, go ahead, Mountain Spirit or Val. I saw one. I thought you both were unmuted. <laughs> no, I I was just gonna <laughs> I was just gonna jump in and say that I love I love mentorship. I love that that concept, that construct of that. And just I know that my mentors when I was young helped me while I was dealing with being in school and getting and matriculating and getting my my bachelor's and stuff like that but i definitely love mentors now and the people that help me you know in my journey of business in my journey of of at making sure that i don't ask for too little one of these one of those persons is 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 is, is with us right now just kind of that 
we need people that are going to be encouraging that journey of of freedom in your mind. And I love Mountain Spirits, that that truth that doesn't change. You're born and you die. And for some reason, I thought my mom was going to live forever. I don't know. She was in her 80s. I was, and she said, I'm praying to live as long as my great grandmother. And she lived to be 96, 97. She lived to be 97. So I was thinking my mom has been, she's done this, she's done that, and she's going to live. And that just cracked my heart in two. And I, it was a truth that I had to, that, that came face to face. That was a part of my, my grief recovery, my grief journey to say, okay, we're, we, we were born to die. So it's called let's live right now in our authentic selves, our true, our true selves, and be the best that we can be while we're here be the light as much as we can to others. And that's my, that's my goal. I think that is a great way to self-love and a great way to freeing my mind. Yes. Ow. All right. <laughs> like you are in it. No, I love those. I think for me, one of the things I appreciate Tracy saying that is the fact that people are seeing us now, like everything else. And I think for me, there are people probably watching who may have had, the luxury of seeing me from teenager until now on the surface, it's a, it's the same on, on what they're hearing. It's different. And so I show up differently for me. There are certain things I'm saying it differently because I'm a different person. And so part of it is me being able to say it, you take it however you want. And so for me is the ability for you to say what you want to say and not be too concerned about how they're going to take it. What are they going to say? What are they going to, how are they going to react? And I think we're still too concerned about that. And I think being on that path and being okay, discovering, taking that time for you where you like asking those questions because we don't make that time. Because again, we are so busy pleasing. And particularly as women, we always in that path of like, am I being a good girl? Am I being a bad girl? In every situation. And I can tell you, you're stuck in that situation where you don't have time to be thinking. Can you imagine like there was a time they didn't think we have the ability to think, right? So, so many roles that we play, just the ability to reflect and be like, what do you want? Even that question, how dare you be thinking about what do you want when most of the time somebody's telling you what you want? So just us asking you to even ask yourself that question, who you want to be, but also in that process, giving yourself grace, knowing if you were never thought that, there's no way to know. You can only know, we know what we know. And so taking that time to really find out, to have other people around you can encourage you, but knowing part of that process is unlearning and relearning and undoing a lot of damage along the way as you grow. And sometimes we think growing, I think Martin Spirit apply that a little bit in terms of just aging doesn't mean you're growing and you're maturing and you're having wisdom. And so taking that time and knowing as you're evolving, Tracy's favorite word, unfolding, that part of that is just really getting to know yourself still and writing that next chapter and you defining it, period. And part of that journey is love. Part of that journey is loving you and you writing it and you changing your mind along the way too. And that's okay. <laughs> if you're like, you know what? That's not it. And then that's okay. But along the way to just literally give yourself 
grace that it's in your hand you get to create that you get to create it whatever it is we can say whatever we want here that's all stories at the end of the day we each get to share our lived experience absolutely you get to do that yourself mm -hmm. and and so um that brings me right back to own it to dethrone it whatever it is uh whether it's the conditioning of the mind the um, even like the lies that we've come to tell ourselves, you know, as we find that things are, are lies or, uh, excuse me, untruths, whatever you would like to call them, as you discover them, because sometimes we believe some things and then later on realize, oh, that was never a truth to begin with. And so we have to give ourselves some grace there, but own that, oh man, I believed that for the longest time and that was not the truth. And so I'm owning the fact that I believe that. And now I'm in a space where I can dethrone that so that I can free my mind of all of the BS of the past, of everything that, again, no longer serves me or um, is no longer uh, helping me to evolve and grow and rebirth, right? So um, with that, thank you all for joining me this morning. I believe we are complete. And we are heading over to Clubhouse. Almost uh, complete. Almost yes, complete. Yes, yes. To be continued. So, to be continued. Of course, the conversations are always to be continued. Uh, let's see. I just want to see if there was anything else. Yes, own it to dethrone it. Unfolding. Yes, definitely one of my favorite words. We're in the unfoldment process. And I love that. I love that. So thank you all again. Mom, just... um. Tomorrow morning, we're going to be talking about we're going to be talking about the colors, uh, about lining up the body, mind, and spirit, and then the tools that we can use to enhance uh, that prowess. So that's what we're going to be talking about tomorrow, and the Mountain Spirit Wellness Community. Okay. Yes. 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 I'll make sure I'll um, some email reminders so you can feel free to join us. Uh, on that journey, because uh, that's cool. always fun, talking about, you know, um, all of it, the colors and how everything fits together. And let's have a conversation, too, maybe next week, Mountain Spirit, uh, more about the colors actually on the show. Can we do that? We'll do that for next week. I'll put it in there. I'll put it in there. All right. Sending you all much love. Thank you again for joining us for Mean Moments in the Morning. It has been our pleasure, and we'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow morning. Bye. Bye.